We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Fran Grinsel says it as it is on Kilkenny Today Business. Welcome back, another week of it, and Pat Tracy is smiling at me there, he's driving the show again this evening. Bit of crack tonight, we're going to start off easy and it'll be fine, just a nice conversation. And then we're being joined by um, Joe Malone, who wants, um, who offered to come over and talk about the the um, the new one-way system, whether it's a good <laughs> idea for Joe to come over or not. <laughs> look, he was never shy, he's an army man, he's brave out, so look, I'm looking forward to talking to him on that, and I, and I do appreciate him coming over. But I, we're going to talk about to somebody we say who who uh, Samantha Rawson, so this in Enfia, but uh, Sam, it's actually something that I'm really interested in is dogs, and and you're you're different. Am I? You would be different, Jam. <laughs> what breed am I, Fran? Well, you're out on your own. I'd say you're kind of a, you're a purebred for certain, but <laughs> you, you, your thing is actually you actually understand understand dogs. I do better than people. Ah, uh, no, it's the as people who write people. the checks. <laughs> is it? I have to understand people better than dogs. You have a you're from where are you from originally? Dublin. And you're down in town here. I yeah, I left Dublin in the recession when the recession hit. Which in recession? Because I go oh back Jesus, to the now, which one? Okay, okay. Well, well, do you want to start from no, scratch then? Two thousand and eight. Okay, well, the, well, the business was set up in the first recession. In the, well, coming out of the first recession in nineteen ninety three. Okay. And then it yeah. suffered the second recession, if you like. Well, the, you know the crash. Yeah. Um, and I moved down from Dublin. I had a very successful business because it just started. If you think of 1993, that was just start of the boom. It was the very beginning yeah. of the no, boom. It was, yeah. Well, it wasn't visible until 96. Yeah, started. so so yeah. I came in on a rising tide, so I was very lucky. Yeah. And it was a unique business at that time as well. Okay. Um, so, because I did dog walking and dog minding and house sitting and all sorts of things. Um, and then I was very successful. It was all going lovely. And then the recession hit in 2011. And the phone stopped ringing. And I was ringing my family saying, I think my phone is broken. <laughs> <laughs> we were all wondering how we phones then. I think your phone was no different than everybody else's. Like, uh, and uh, you know. so, so then I had to kind of make a decision. I had, I had rented a house in Thomastown as a, as a little fantasy country pad because I'd been asked to write a book. So I thought I needed a, a place in the country to write this book. So I rented a house in Thomastown and then the recession hit. So I obviously couldn't afford to rent this lovely place in Thomastown and pay a mortgage. So I was going to give up the house in Thomastown and my friends and family said, why would you do that? You've always wanted to live in the country. Yeah. So I decided, right, Jesus, you're right. So I gave up the house in Talla, rented that out, continued to rent the house in Thomastown and moved down permanently in 2011. Well, you lost some of the twang when you moved down because you're speaking more like us now, Pat, than what, <laughs> which is a good thing. But in Thomastown, you are still? No. Nope. Where no, you know? uh, we're now in, in Mullinahone. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we couldn't afford, when we decided to buy, we discovered we couldn't afford Kilkenny. As much as I love Kilkenny, Kilkenny... Is that you and the dogs now, or you and a partner? Like, or Me you, and the dogs. Me and the, and the dogs. Okay. And, <laughs> and uh, because, to my mind, Fran, there's no point in being a Dublin girl, there's no point in moving down from Dublin just to live in a house. Anybody could live in a house. But, Sam, it's a strange thing. I wanted thing. land. I, I, like... I sell them for a living, yeah. sell houses for a living, and, and I see, I'd be over in Mullinahone at times, and you can buy something across that border, 
and you can buy cheaper. I know, it's mad, and isn't it? It's an amazing thing. You get a fantastic pop- property for maybe yeah. 100 grand less. It's unreal. Yeah. Amazing thing. It's a great story. I'll wreck your head with it, but I was selling a house one side of Mullinahone, and I met a great Kenny Horder, Michael Rice, and he said, I have a brilliant house for you, Michael, and I brought him to it. And I kept going until I pulled up outside this, and he'd go with the car and, says, and he, his, his language wasn't great. Yeah. Do you realise what you're after doing? Like, who the <laughs> hell would want to look at this? Uh, crossing the border, like, <gasps> over the Tipperary, so he yeah. crossed back over again. Yeah. Walking to Kenny. <laughs> but so at your house now yeah you look after dogs for everybody no I'm very selective Fran I'm okay. a bit like you I'm very and, selective and is it to train people or is it to train people and the dogs no well, I, tra- I train the dogs but I train the owner because the dog obviously lives with its owner yeah so I have to train the that owner sense, so there's no it? point in me training the dog because the dog doesn't live with me I don't have a relationship with it and it's Has just a once a week you bring it. No, they usually come for classes, maybe, you know, four or five classes, or they'll have a one-off consult. Like yesterday I had a one-off consult. It was just a particular problem that the lady wanted to talk about. So I, it depends on what the owner wants. And are you that good with people and dogs that you can actually bring that around to be success? Yeah. That's brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> Bought and sold three houses, so I think that's okay, isn't it? Yeah, the mind the house said, dogs are dogs are. Uh, that's a tough game. A Your dog, job is in danger there. Well, <laughs> it's in danger anyway. I think at the moment. But we, we I had to. We have a dog at home, and I brought him to. Uh, brought him to the down. Someone gave me an envelope lady who went down to the bicycle. No, no, Fran. I'm not going to talk and about competition. No, but you'll enjoy this one because I brought. Okay. I brought him down anyway, and all that is nuts, and and uh, and that was fine. I walked in. He decided then in the middle of the whole thing to poo in the middle of the. In, in the middle of the scouts then and then went over and peed just to make sure I was totally embarrassed <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was saying ah oh, here so I had paid for five lessons in advance I didn't go back for the other four I okay. just said I forget about it I can't do okay. this every week you know but a fantastic dog you know a beautiful dog see if you if you'd have come to me you would have stuck well, with it well I might still yeah, there you go he, he, he you'd have enjoyed uh, you'd have avoided the embarrassment yeah for that. Well, yeah. and what's what, what, what's the, the story there on, on starting the house on, on the embarrassment of the owner or yeah, the dog to, to <laughs> he was just lively that's all he's only a lively dog he's a lovely dog <laughs> yeah. but he's a lively dog but come here Sam so you, you actually how difficult or how easy it is to get to you like how easy is it to get to me? Like, uh, like location-wise? Not to book yet. Sure, Mullinahone is only 20 minutes. From yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's no bother. Cross over that bridge. Well, yeah, you, usually if people ring me, it's about a week or 10 days. Do you know what I mean? How do we get to know you? Because I didn't know you. And your surname is brilliant. All right. There's something about it, isn't there? You know, <laughs> Rawson. Rawson. Well, yeah. there's, there's very few of us in, in Ireland anyway. There's You're on your own. I think there's ten a penny of them in, in England, but there's it's very like, few of us it's here. It's the same as Grinsel now. We, uh, it, t- it took me years. You know, you grin like smiling and sell like sell is the easy way of saying it on the phone. All oh, right, okay. You're talking to someone in the air that's usually from India. You're trying to explain your name to him, and you're saying, oh, geez, how am I going to do this? Like, and even as a young lad, I remember going downtown, and you, say, you used to hate going into the dry cleaners or shoe repairs, the name, and you're going to... I often get Murphy. It was much easier. All oh, right, okay, okay. But, uh, but can you... How, like, I haven't seen your name out there, like... Do you want to you start putting no. You're not looking in the right place then, Frank. Well, I'm obviously not because because uh, it was interesting trying to start out charity. So, how. You see, you we went to, uh, dare I say, with all due respect, you went to the wrong person because you get what you pay for. No, I asked one of the lads, who do you go to? It wasn't that I was actually <laughs> looking for anyone in particular. I was asking, who, what am I going to do with this lad? So, right. so, it's a case of actually getting your name out there okay. to. Um, and are you well, busy? Like, like, does it work for you? Like, oh, absolutely! Yeah, it's yeah. a full-time it's a, job. Yeah, it's a successful business for twenty-seven That's years. That's brilliant, isn't it? It's unreal. <laughs> Why is it unreal? Well, that you can actually do that and do it so well to be success such a long time. Yeah. 
and, and But if you're passionate about what you do, you're going to be successful, aren't you? It doesn't matter what you do in life. Well, you're going to be content. If you're passionate about it and you believe in it. And I think, I think the bottom line is if you're genuine. Yeah. If you're a genuine, decent but individual. But anybody with animals is genuine. Mm-hmm. No, not all of them. Are not? No, not all of them. No. There's a great chap in order, Noel. I don't know his second name, actually. He works with ISPCA. Donahue. He's a lovely lad, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, Noel, yeah. No, yeah. He's top man. His and his dog came to me. His, do- his dog is quite a, quite a character. Okay, well, he's a top man. Yeah, yeah. He's a decent fella, and I don't know how he sticks some of the hardship he gets and most of us think that the ISPCA is a government agency when in actual fact it's not like it's, it's mostly volunteers yeah, yeah it's really yeah, all it's volunteers yeah, yeah. yeah it is yeah, it's a great lad they're over on Greens Hill there in beside, yeah, yeah. beside Ollie Quinn where Ollie Quinn's offices were uh, accountants offices were for, for you for to get to you how difficult you know when you go into Mullinahone from the Kilkenny side yeah. and you have the grotto on the right there it's um, well from the Kilkenny side if you were coming down the Callan Road is that the, the yeah because when I come mm. when I go home from Kilkenny I turn down by Kilkenny Crystal yeah okay. you know the road there yeah yeah. so it goes straight down the road there to Ryan's where there's a house at the T-junction yeah there's a house in front of you you can't go any further yeah. you turn left there first turn right third house on the left dog sign outside so it's a okay. little, it's a little farmhouse. Do you give out your phone number? Oh yeah, yeah, I give out my phone number. You yeah. wouldn't give your number yeah. to Pat, like, would you? Because I mean, he'd be dodgy out, you know. Kind of <laughs> well, uh, sure. Is it okay to call out your phone number? Well, sure, people can Google me. So if they Google Samantha Rawson, I mean, yeah, shout out the phone number. It's no bother. Okay, yeah, we will then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, come here. Where it's? Did, did you do anything else? Like that's your whole life gone with that career, more or less, is it? Uh, no, I started in broadcasting. I was the first um, traffic reporter on A Roadwatch. One of the first. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's, a, there's a real relaxed thing about you. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I haven't met you before. I didn't even know I was going to meet you now. Right. But um, that's me being organised. Is what I am like. But um, yeah, you have a producer. Have I? Yeah. <laughs> I just turn up and Pat yeah, says, that's right. Mary, you're meeting these people. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Which he turns up and your Pat's as laid back as they come, isn't I, it? Yeah, which <laughs> works well, not as much as me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm even worse. But so, but I, I like you're really relaxed, and that's brilliant. I can see how you would relate to animals. Is it just dogs? No, it's all... Well, I suppose it's all animals, but dogs are my expertise. I mean, I love horses, but I feel safer on the ground. Couldn't see the thing with horses and people at all. I can't see it. They're dirty yokes that oh, pee geez. and poo oh, all over the place. And I'm there looking at me saying, what do people see in them? Are you into and, art at all? And people go broke because of them as well. Yeah, well, they, yeah, well, they do, yeah well, people go broke over dogs too. Um, but Actually, are, you, great one. are you not into art? Into art? Into art. Art, yeah. No, I'd be very, really basic now. I'd be into right. a few pints and a few chips after it. Like. Okay, because that's, if you're, that's that's get. the reason why I ask is because anybody who has an artistic eye usually loves the beauty of a horse. So my horse Caroline are gorgeous would. My wife would. Caroline would, and, and that would be a fact on that. She, she would, yeah. She'd but be into the art. The thing. Irish people and horses are synonymous. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. can't see it. Oh, it was our biggest export at one stage, yeah, wasn't it? I think I have loads of friends. I have loads of friends with them, and I, I see farmers have an attachment to them. Yeah, the law has let a, f- a horse into a field or something yeah. like that. They've no, you know, they're, they're glad to share the same people with horses and that. Yeah, but I can't see it at all. So, but it, were you ever tempted to go, you know, the traditional route of medical? Just no, never. No, always animals. Yeah, broadcasting journalism, animals. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a famous um, dog journalist. And you, would you still take notes and write now or jot? Oh, God, yeah. Do you oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. I met a great yeah, yeah. lady. Her name is Fiona. She lives in Thomastown on, on the riverbank there yeah. on the right-hand side. 
I'm not sh- I think she writes with one of the papers. Oh, I've, I've met Fiona as well. Yeah, she's yeah. a, she's a she's couple a of terriers. Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, she does have yeah, a couple yeah. of terriers. Yeah. yeah, I think she does. She writes for the Sunday Indo, does she? She does. Yeah, met yeah. her there recently yeah. and everything else. Um, yeah, great couple, nice couple there. But yeah, they're different. Are anyone, is it a case that, don't take offence to this, is it a case that anyone is into animals is always different? No, I think I think they have a reputation for being a bit eccentric. So is that Mariah always had this thing about eccentricity? You, if you were if you were poor when you were growing up, you were mad. If you were well off, you were eccentric. So, oh right, okay. So well I, then, I, I could, well then, maybe eccentric is not the right word. No, they're a bit different. I I was once accused of. Um, I went to see this guy up in the mountains of Dublin, and he wanted me to train his dog. And he asked me how I, you know, had the skill, where I got my skill from. And I said, well, I've studied and I've done courses and I've studied dogs and I've gone to college. And he went, ah, Jesus, he said, I thought you were born with the gift. <laughs> well, maybe you will. <laughs> I said, well, I'd like to think that I do have a bit of a gift, but he yeah. was terribly disappointed that yeah. well, that's all, you know. Everybody has a thing that you get through life and you, you find a niche that works for you. Yeah. And it's very sad for people then when they sp- spend their whole lives trying to find these niche, yeah. trying to find this little thing that works for them. Um, and to enjoy people when you're in that thing like you are not only can you enjoy the job but you can enjoy the people that come with it well well, I think people have come to me over the years you know young people have come to me over the years and said oh I don't really want to work with people I want to work with animals and my answer is people pay the bills the dog does not write the cheque the owner does so you have to get on with people most people Mm. most well just most people I want to tell you about a chap I met recently but most people um, are decent Mm-hmm. I think anybody has time for animals. I was over with Ollie Quinn last night. Ollie breeds birds, canaries, All right. uh, and he's among the best in the world. A recognised breeder yeah. in the world, and, and, and a certain type of canary, a Yorkshire canary, and they're usually people who are into animals, whatever animal, have, and love them, have an understanding of life that that's um, stronger than going through the seven day a week thing yeah I think you're right there Fran because I know I know quite a few horse people and animal people are tend to get on with it do you know yeah. what I mean they, they, they don't sit and, and gaze at their navel and they don't feel far, sorry for themselves I think they're a bit more aware of the rawness of life you know livestock dead stock you just get on with it I think um, and what, you don't have what, time to what, cry what, your eyes what, out what I find I'd, I'd, be, I'd be busy thank God and I'd find that I have to feed birds three times a day yeah. this time of the year because they're breeding so irregardless of what's going on, I have to make time for them. Irregardless mm. of anything else, I have to do that. Mm. And I think that happens with people who look after animals. So the farmers then, over a period of time, some of them maybe might might see animals as uh, a way of making money. Some dog breeders definitely mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And it, that's the sad part of it. But I generally, I think people who, who have them, if they can remain normal and avoid being too much of a woolly, <laughs> remain normal. Well, too much of a woolly jumper. <laughs> what does that mean? As sometimes they go to the woolly jumper level. You have to, you have to elaborate on sense. that. What does that mean? Well, sometimes they can go to a woolly jumper level where it doesn't make any sense on anything. Like, and that eccentricity that you used is is bordering on ridiculousness. So, do you think have they have they become introverts then? No, I think they just. I, I think they've, they've blocked out a certain part of life that's real, and and the focus on the part that works for them right. in, in the little cocoon they're in. Yeah. But but can I tell you about a chap I met recently? Okay. He 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 was a judge in Crufts, and he shows in Crufts, and um, dogman. Now you mightn't have the same level of interest in show dogs. I'm not sure, but he was a fantastic individual to talk to. Right. 
um, okay. his insight and he had a love for the dogs even though it was hard as to how he'd done it and how he yeah, looked yeah. at it um, it wasn't a business okay. it was it, are it, you not supposed to be interviewing me here I am yeah but we're just talking about <laughs> life in general I'm not even trying to I didn't even know yeah. I was interviewing you we're only talking in general about it but as as the maybe I should have no throw it down for it, but I actually don't. So there's nothing. There's nothing I can do on that. Because I feel you're the guest and I'm the I'm mm. the presenter. No, no. Well, 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 you have turned the tables once or twice now. I'll say that. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, well, I'm actually trying to find look into your head because that's part of what I'm doing. Just trying to get an insight into you. So you are that bit different. We figure out that you don't have the full woolly jumper. Right. And you do love animals and people for how it works. So I think that's we got a huge amount out of air pat like okay. really. So but, so uh, do you want to ask me about? business or how ah, your business. you do well, business well, or well your business is your life yeah and, and you've said that you said that before we started like, yeah when i asked you one question so you've given your whole life to your business and to your eyes <laughs> and your understanding of the whole thing mm. so how you get to it you know how to get to it like i'll read out your number and everything else i'm going to watch for you i'm going to google you i think it's an easy name if you're putting ross and at all like yeah. that's it sure samantha is samantha's even better because that's there aren't too many samantha's Sam around Ross, either. and it mm. actually does sound like a tv thing doesn't it mm. Um, I understand how you would the, work the thing you, I yeah. wondered about was like you left Dublin where the population is and all yeah. the dogs are and how did you think that was going to get better down the country well I came down on holidays Pat um, a couple of years before I moved down and I noticed that people in Thomastown certainly and around Kilkenny tended to look after their animals I mean there were dogs right. being walked which I did not expect to see right um, so, so I kind of thought right well the Kilkenny people seem to look after their animals and I'd also been invited down by Nola Donoghue to give a talk for the KSPCA about two or three years previously mm. so I'd done a talk in um, McDonough Junction and it v- was very well attended so that was a good indicator as well mm. um, so the, but the other reason for coming down apart from you know the recession were the fields because the sport that I'm involved in is working trials and it takes place on farmland. And in order to train the sport that I do, you'd le- you need loads of fields. And there aren't loads of available fields in Dublin. And that's why you were five acres out in yeah. Monopone is fierce and part. Yeah, absolutely fierce compete, and part. Do yeah. you compete then? Oh yeah, yeah, I've trained two champions, yeah. <laughs> In yeah, and yeah. And what, were, uh, what, what sort of uh, competitions are they? It's, 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 not, they it's not like the border collie. No, no, the sheep no. It's a, it's a very small little sport um, and it has to take place on farmland. So it only takes place between February and, or October, November to February because obviously that's when the cattle aren't mm. on the land. Um, and you need the permission of the farmers, obviously. But it's the canine equivalent of eventing. Anybody who's into horses who does eventing it kind of that tests all the horses skill shown? where can you go see that um, you kind of have to know somebody who competes because it's usually in the field in the middle of nowhere like there's one in Wexford there's one in Meath there's two in Meath yeah one in Wexford mostly down in Kildare so well, you kind of have to know there is an organisation yeah, actually yeah. for field trials oh yeah well no it's not field trials field trials are gun dogs this okay, is so working right. trials okay yeah. so it's, the, it's a working test originally it was the test for police dogs um, it was the test for police dogs for the for police and the army, and then it was expanded out to become um, for lay people. And is there particular breeds of dogs then? Initially, it was German shepherds because yeah. obviously it was all yeah, police yeah. dogs. Um, then the collies got into it because obviously the guys who were doing sheep trials yeah, thought, yeah. "Well, my dogs are good at this," so they tried it. Um, and at one point in the UK, it was only allowed for shepherds and 
collies and then they broadened it out and now any any dog can compete in it my dogs are mongrels basically you know one was right. a working sheep dog and one was a, a, a collie sheep dog cross she wasn't a pure sheep dog and but they, now they were the two champions they're the two champions yeah, yeah. would there be an element of snobbery in it where those dogs are looked down upon because oh god no. no oh jesus no no actually the other way around because the show people get more i suppose respect from the kennel club do you know what I mean? Mm, We're mm. just a bunch of mad people who go out in a field in the middle of winter and get, get rained on to train dogs. So right. the Kennel Club think we're all a bit nuts. And are the Kennel Club involved, would you? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they award the, the championship. Okay. I mean, my dogs were Irish Kennel Club champions. Okay. So, so it's a recognised sport by the Irish Kennel Club. Yeah, absolutely. You'd be thinking to be a separate breed for that sport. I'd see it on, you'd watch it on television when it comes on because it's an interesting thing to watch. You're talking about the sheepdog trials. Well, what we I call sheepdog trials, uh, they're all English-based. You'd be looking yeah, but at the, yeah, but this is a totally different sport, friend. This is a sport that tests a dog's ability to track. It, it's really an awful lot of nose work, so it has to track, it has to search, it has to do huge sendaways down a field and be under control at all times. Has to do a six-foot scale jump, a nine-foot long jump, and a three-foot clear jump, all under control. Is that possible? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you have to have the right dog. It's like horses for courses. You have to have the right dog. Not every dog can do it. And not every dog handler can do it because it takes an awful lot of time and patience. I'd have to say I wouldn't... Like, it's something that I never thought about because you wouldn't be coming across it. You wouldn't look at it and it's not part of where you'd be in your... Yeah, yeah. ...your makeup and everything else. It sounds uh, it sounds like a, a brilliant sport to be involved it's in. It's a great sport because yeah. when you're competing, I would tend to be quite nervous when I'm competing. Um, but when you're competing in this particular sport, it's only you and the judge out in the field. You, the dog and the judge. That's it. You're the dog handler. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and given the command. Yeah. And you're on, you're on your own in the middle of a field. So, so the competition um, environment is very similar to the training environment because you train in a field. You mm. compete in a field. So, so the dogs find it easier. Have to be exercise every other day of the week. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, mm. yeah, the dog has to be extremely fit to do it. Are they valuable? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they were. Just from a, a business point of view, is there many... Uh, would you have many uh, people doing what is there many people doing what you're doing in Kilkenny or in this, uh, uh, this area not to the professional level that I do yeah. no. never heard of anybody no no, no. Um, there, there are a couple of hobbyists what I would call hobbyists now I don't mean to be dis disrespectful yeah, yeah. to them um, but they w they would be hobbyists I'm a professional I have business insurance you know I'm a member of professional bodies mm. do you know what I mean I, I have taken my business and my study and my dogs and myself extremely mm. seriously Sam you don't take uh, dogs for you don't kennel dogs or would you kennel I, dogs I do only on a very selective basis I have okay. to like you and I have to like your dog did it, did it take did it take long for you to kind of establish yourself in Thomastown and, and this area after coming down from Dublin? Yeah, about I suppose about five years and I suppose the sad thing for me, Pat, was that just when I got established in Thomastown I had, to, had move. to move. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But but people have found me in, in Mullendahone and actually business I haven't lost any business. I thought I would lose business. But I actually mm. haven't lost business because I suppose where I am I'm equidistant between Kilkenny and Clonmel. Yeah. So, so I get a bit of both. Whereas Thomastown, kind of people think, oh, I have to go out to Thomastown. Whereas the the Callan Road, the N seventy six, you're on the way to somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Could you take on an apprentice? I could, yeah. But they'd they'd want to be extremely committed. Um, one of the I'll have a little gripe now, Fran. I don't know whether <laughs> you get this in your business, but I've had a couple of emails from young people who want to become dog trainers. Yeah. And you kind of, you sit down and I write them an email and it could take me a good 15 minutes to write this email to them and I'll point them in the right direction. 
I don't even get an acknowledgement. And I'm kind of thinking, Jesus, the first thing you need in life are manners. You know, what's the point in trying to be in any business if you well, don't have manners? Well, it comes back to the level of education. We're educating people, not a, and yet we're leaving school. 25% of people leave now that aren't educated to a level of survival. Mm. But we educate people now. We don't necessarily teach them right from wrong. We don't teach them manners. We teach them, mm. we, we think that they're equipped if they have um, honours and have yeah, yeah. points. Totally different thing altogether. But, but that's often down to parents, though. That, you know, that's where it is. Like, But, I mean, they've taken the time yeah. to write the email. They've obviously taken the time to read the email that I've written back to them. Yeah. And they couldn't take five seconds out of their life to say, Dear Samantha, thank you for your time. Yeah. Yeah, no, you, I, it, I it you just get that, kills me. Uh, you mm. get that regularly, but uh, yeah, Do you? But you uh, you would come across it, yeah, but you, you kind of just put it one side and say, like, look, that's the five percent of people that behave like that, and then you accept that most people. Really? Are, yeah, you would. Okay. You have to like. Okay. We don't. Want you end up. Maybe you're a bit more laid back than I am, Fran. Then no, no, it's not at all. I'm reading. I'm reading <laughs> this. I, I'm reading only now what Pat gave me just as I walked in, and I would have had an awful lot different way of looking at you. I had to. <laughs> I've had to be given this yesterday rather than just now. But <laughs> I, I, that's my bio, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it says I'll get you again. I mean that in a positive way. Like. Um, right, if I get a dog in the morning yeah. and I want to want to train him, just ordinary, yeah. going to be around the house, yeah, do I want yeah. him straying off yeah, and yeah. I rambling or I don't want him going near the road or whatever? Yeah. What, do I, what do you need to do? Well, I suppose... Uh, the, I'll contact you and what Yeah, the, the first thing you need is a collar and lead. The amount of people yeah. that try and train a dog without a collar and lead is amazing. Yes. Um, I actually had somebody who came to me uh, yesterday or the day before and took a dog out of a van with no lead on it. Right. And, you know, they were parked up outside my house. So even though it's a country road, they still fly down it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I went, don't let the dog! I screamed at them. <laughs> this is my first introduction. Don't let the dog out of the van without a lead! Where's yeah. the lead? Yeah, he <laughs> loaded the dog up and went home and on. Yeah, yeah. Me. So the first thing you need is a collar and lead. Yeah. Um, and then you need to contact me. Yeah, and <laughs> what, what uh, you know, you go down for so many sessions, is it? Yeah, so, so people come to me for, I do um, kind of four lessons for about 200 euros and then I give a fifth one for free because the fifth one is basically just a review and uh, then I'll ask them to give me a review on Google or a review on Facebook. I have to try and... This is the new thing now, Fran, you know that? Yeah. It's all about reviews. Yeah. Um, and it's a very un-Irish thing to ask people to, to like you. Yeah, it's just, it doesn't sit easy with no, us. Sure, it doesn't. No. I mean, I'm, I'm now beginning to ask... But people are find it really hard to do it. Well, you're a different generation to me and Pat now, but I'd say it sits worse with us than with anyone younger, really, doesn't it? It's like a compliment you're looking at. Why would you yeah, talk to Yeah, why would like you that? ask for a compliment? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we take a whole lifetime to learn how to accept a compliment. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look lovely today. Oh, I don't really. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it's all about reviews now and ratings and all that kind of stuff. We're taking a break, Samantha. Can I call you Sam now? No, you can't. I need to meet you three times before I can call you Sam. Look, at come here. I wish I had known more about you. I do know, which is brilliant. Like, the, the landline number for you won't go there. People remember that I can give it. It's 052-915-3688. 052-915-3688. The mobile number is 087, which is easy, 238-9260. The lads will have the number here because you're in the station here all the time. And you can listen to our ad here as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I and Google I, me. I really, I'm going to... <laughs> but uh, but <laughs> that's worrying for you. <laughs> but but uh, I think the big thing, I suppose, is to recognise the fact that everybody actually needs help from someone like you. Well, if they have a dog, they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. do. Yeah. Well, I think it would do them good even if they hadn't a dog. 
that actually gain, that, that learn something from you. And for putting lads in their place, I'll give you 10 out of 10 for putting lads in their place. <laughs> <laughs> we're well, going to take a break. We're coming back. We're on 086-353-7782, Community Radio, Kilkenny City. And Joe Malone is coming in. I think he has a helmet on, actually. Uh, yeah. It could be the old UN helmet. <laughs> he has an army helmet. Uh, we're going to talk and about the one-way system. Samantha, you might come back in again when we're a bit more prepared. <laughs> Am I going to watch any of that trials on video? Uh, yeah, I'd say if you if you YouTube working trials, but remember it's working trials. Yeah. Okay. And you know, Samantha, that when he arrives down at the do- with the dog, it's the the owner you have to stay in first. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, man, Pat, thanks for that. This is too easy today, isn't it? <laughs> we are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, eighty-eight point seven FM. Kenny Today Business with Fran Grinson, who says it as it is. We're back, Community Radio, Kilkenny City, and where Sam has gone, very interesting. Uh, I, I would have liked to have known her better, but I wasn't prepared for it. But she informed me fairly, fairly uh, well on it anyway. Uh, we're on 086-353-7782. And Joe Malone has kindly offered to come in to explain the positives for un- us educated people that don't understand the positives in the one-way system. He's already put me, when we're off here, put me in my place. I've been put in the place uh, fairly well today here. Joe, you're welcome. How thanks, are you getting on? Thanks, Randall. Hey, it's great to see you, Joe. And I genuinely, um, for a lot of the stuff you do, I'd really be in your corner, and for the work you do in, in many areas with young lads. You're really, really top man. You might explain this to me, though, the one-way system, the need for it. Why is there a need for it, like... Um, from the 1st of June thanks for having me on as well from the 1st of June to last night how many people died of COVID-19 in Ireland would you think? What should the 1700 like? But 90 people have died in Ireland up to last night and we didn't get the figures for today yet Okay. that's 90 people in the south of Ireland right? now we're doing this out of good faith to um, because of the, the social distance and give people a chance back now I know Saturday was bad. I know that. And I was on the town on Tuesday, Fran, with um, talking to different people. And there was a lot of um, disquiet. There was. We're not going to need it. Among the business people, and, and that's fair enough, I can take it on the chin and, and one particular publican as well. And and I did meet Ian Gardner on uh, John Street, on the bridge, John's Bridge. And when I, while I was speaking to him, a lady came up and she couldn't thank him enough. And I actually didn't know who she was. I asked her who she was, and she said she was a business person on Parliament Street, and she was delighted. Okay, I stood in Parliament Street for an hour and a half on Tuesday, watching everything, and the amount of cars that came down, came down High Street, with one person and maybe two sometimes, and turned down to go to the market yard. Probably one in twenty went into the market yard. The rest went on. That's telling me that they're either going up. Um, John Street or they're going back up to, to Rosen Street back up to the prep this is what, what we're trying to do is encourage people to, to walk maybe to cycle but I'm a cyclist during the summer and I came down on Tuesday and I couldn't cycle down High Street because it's very narrow that I'm disappointed with and I spoke to Ian and I told you I have an email there and it's the, it's the up to date of what they're doing they're going to like Saturday was mayhem I believe and, and the engineers will admit that I was out walking doing the, the walk for Chalk Tom on, on um, one Sunday morning and we walked back around the high street at 6 o'clock and the lads were out putting in, in the cones and one thing or another so look I asked I'll ask people and I know there's business people and there's probably people texting in but I'll ask people to, to give it a chance to give it a chance 
you know, work together. Like, the traffic situation in Kilkenny is not good. I'm living on the Kells Road. I go to John's, I shop in John Street every Saturday, and I've met you, Fran, over there many times. I know Pat, you to be over down there as well. I don't go near John Street. I don't come down to the parade. I didn't, in the old time, or this time, I go the old way, as I call it, over by the garage, by, down by your office, straight across, or I go across the ring road, or I come down Patrick Street and I go over by um, Nuncio Road. There's other ways that to move, and they, they, I know the lights, there's a problem with the lights, and the, the, um, as I said, I got an email, and at John's Bridge, they're going to put in a junction at the traffic lights in Irish Town, at okay. Parliament Street, and it's a prayer. Joe, can I, can I ask you something? Just just on the deaths, no one wants to see anyone dying, Joe. In saying that, there's an awful lot of people in the country have died from other diseases as well, and in, and probably more will die from the fallout of what's happening and, and the lack of cancer care and every other care than maybe what's dying with COVID. So that's for a different conversation. Just uh, on, on the goodwill thing, you said you met one lady, and I'm delighted she's happy with it, but for her one, there's probably 20 or 30 more that aren't. And I'm delighted for that lady that she is, but anyone I speak to has an issue with it. Do you know, on just the purpose of it what you're saying is to create a social distance for people to walk down the streets and at the same time you're saying you don't want people driving through the town so it, and it was given huge thought as to how maybe you could avoid was it thought go up Friar Street and come down James Street was that thought about her well I know now I'll give you the exclusive James Street you won't be allowed down, down James Street they're closing that off to come down uh, James Street to go out onto the um, High Street to go left that's, that's been stopped in the next couple of days look how long is this going to go on for, Joe? It's in for a year, but it could, it could be far now, three weeks. But one thing, I know there's another councillor on another stage during the week looking for for a review, more or less, to scrap it straight away. I'm not on for that. We're going to have to give it a chance. Just a couple... Like We spoke about we had it before, and it did work successfully, but is it a case that if, if you're going to have roadworks going on in the city that cause stoppages, that work on lights. And if you're going to have lights in the centre of the city, like the parade, are we going to then, should we be looking at a Garda, a Garda on, on traffic that can actually keep the traffic flowing? I believe that there was a guard, I think it was Irish Town the other day, directing traffic. I believe there was. I didn't see it. I no. didn't see it, but I know someone did tell me that. No, there I, were roadworks in, in Irish Town the other day. Yeah. Yeah, they're still there. i seen ah, a couple well, of well, yeah, But I was massively you put a guard maybe there then. Show him down at it. I'm experiencing yeah, it. And, and the only guard I seen, well, he was wearing a yellow uniform. I think it was a board gashman, not a guard. And I'm not saying guards should be there. I'm not saying guards should be on the parade. But like, if all this was spoken about before it happened, from what I know from talking to just a couple of shopkeepers in it, is that they weren't consulted at all on it like that. It was just that's not true. Not? There are several meetings, and there's another meeting on next week. The business people and Pat Roddy is chairman of that, and and he agreed to it. Is there and, a, and, other, and and the chamber of commerce okay. agreed to it. Fran, look, look I, I, I know. I'm not saying a word I to know you, John. it could be. Pat, I meet Pat every morning coming in the Callan Road there before 8 o'clock. And I suppose, Pat, you, you're local, you know the story. But if you're coming from Clanmel or somewhere, maybe all of a sudden you don't know where you're going. Because there's a sign, mm. and we need to get more signage. And that, that's in that email, the latest email I got this morning, that, that we need to have more signage, more in the media, letting people know, print media and, and the local radio like yourselves, to get, to get the message across. But, like, the one thing about the Kenny people... And I always say it, everybody loves driving down the town. They love driving down High Street and love driving down John Street because they want to see. My lad was came home after five weeks there last week. He didn't even know about the roadworks. He drove down John Street. Now, I asked him, why didn't you come across the ring road? He came down John Street. That's what most people do. We're going to have to change our habits. 
Now, I've cycled a bike. This time of the year, I walk a lot. Now, I'm not saying everyone has to walk, everyone has to cycle. But we're trying we're trying to bring in a new system. Uh, and, and I know there's a... Where something do you want to park, Joe? You see, friend, like, you're, you're living out in... Uh, Okay, so we drive in, and, and where? But where do you drive in? But sure, how are you going to bring home groceries? Like, I work, I'm working seven days a week at things there. Like, I, I can't decide to go on a bike and go down John Street on it. Think it's going to be okay. I don't want. I, I do avoid the town, the town, and the sad part. Of, several times I made an effort to go into Frank Wall's shop, Elizabeth Wall, this week, and I just no, it didn't work. So I just went off like. And I got caught in this thing then of nowhere to park handy. That's laziness. I agree with you. But where do you want us to park? There's parking down in um, down where you are, down at Canisters Church. There's parking in the cathedral car park. There's the parking over in John Street. Okay, so there's parking so, up so, at, so, at at um, at the watch. So corner, what you were saying is to allow green. to allow two hours. If you want to go into Frank Wall's shop, just say Frank Wall shops or the Monster House, or some other shop, goods or whatever. Park your car on the outside. Walk in. Get your stuff done and walk back home. That's really what you want. I thought. Ah, well, I wouldn't say that. We have public. Well, that's trans- what you said. We have public transport. No. If I was going down to Frank Walls, I asked you about walking in, you made an excuse straight away, how am I going to carry my messages home? Yeah. Like, I, I, if I was going down to Frank Wall or the Monster House or somewhere in the town tomorrow morning, I'd walk. I'd walk. That's me. I'll buy my groceries. I do that. That's what okay. I do. Everything is not about getting into your car well, well, and the you thing have about, to go to the high street. But sometimes it's a case that a lad has yeah. a certain amount of time to do something and then has to go again. And that's all the time you have. Yeah. Now, I know for some of the traders that... that uh, that are experiencing this some of them have said to me you know really would I not have left it alone let us open up let us see what it's like before this huge reaction to the it looks like it's full time it looks like it looks like it's forever beautiful looking system everything is marked out well all the pillars look well and it doesn't look like a temporary job I was expecting actually those you know the railings the garage used to keep back crowds that sort of thing just put up temporary this is it, this is much more uh, this is, and, and be I believe in Argos Lorry, Joe. Is it true in Argos Lorry had to turn back? I don't know. Couldn't get in because it was actually too narrow. Yeah, I don't know that, friend, to be honest with you. But um, what I say is, we're going to give it a go. Yeah. We said a, a year. Yeah. Now that could end in the next couple of weeks. Ah, well, it could. It you, could. You wouldn't like to see it. No, but like, you, you know. You, you wouldn't like, like to see it falling down either. Without the being trying, people, but. Yes, exactly. But the business people are business people and, and they need, need people footfall and one thing or another. There's no parking for ordinary cars on High Street, right? You no. said that you want to go... You can't park on High Street unless you have a commercial vehicle or your wheelchair well, user. You can't. Isn't access to John Street as big an issue? No, it's not a big an issue. No. There's plenty of parking over in, in John Street. No, but, I mean, access. You know, getting... Getting to to jo- getting we'll say from John to John Street, and you know. Well, Pat, I just, just expanded that. Like, if, if I if I um was going over as I do to John Street, without going down John Street, there's three other ways to go. When you're coming into Cannon Road, you don't necessarily have to come down 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 um, Rosen Street to go over John's Bridge. You can go over to Dublin Road, and and you're being diverted over to Dublin Road. Job, and you're talking of your own use, but yet you're you're part of the group that has decided for this use. So you're not maybe best placed to decide. Like your use of Kilkenny City uh, is dictated by the job you have, the job you retired from, and and how you use the two, all that together. But other other people, if you have someone going to Michael O'Connell's chemist and he has to collect medication for his mother, his mother is in the car coming from the doctor. Where should he go? 
leave his mother in the car that's after coming to a doctor. There is, there is um, loading bays on High Street. There is, there is a are section those, there. Are those loading bays for private vehicles? Is, well, no, actually, not, well, you've answered a question that you've asked no, me. No, but you've raised it. Yeah, I've raised it. You shouldn't have brought it up then. No. Okay. Um, what I what I say to you there? What was the question you asked me? How does somebody with a sick you can actually uh, there's parking bylaws in there that you can actually park for fifteen minutes. But you can park on the street, like so if you have a sick child in your car coming from a doctor's, and you want to go into Michael O'Connell's chemist or John O'Connell's chemist now, there's nowhere to do it. So that affects you're him. saying there's nowhere to do. But I'm well, telling where, you, John? I'm telling you, that you, you can park on High Street. You get fifteen minutes. The bylaws are there. You can park there at um, Friary Street and run across, do your bit of business there. There is. Because that's a market yard uh, without paying well, there here, okay. 15 minutes. Well, I apologise. Over, over, yes. oh, no, it's okay. But it over, does happen that at, people can only do that. Over at John Joe Collins, there's other chemists over how there. How does it affect Argus? Across the road. I don't know how it affects Argus. But you made a decision. Did anybody ask how it would affect any of the business? It would have put out a public consultation. Public consultation. No, you, you're, you're brave. You're, you're coming in like, and you're putting yourself in well, position for questions. Well, I have no questions. problem. I'm delighted. No. I was asked to pass me today. Yeah. And, and I'm glad. Of all the lads. And I didn't even know you're on the radio and I'm delighted to be here yeah. I have no problem with you any question you ask me no well, problem well, that's fine but, but you have businesses trying to stay going that have experienced a close down a lockdown have earned no money have no money no like they've got COVID payment and, but any business uh, standing still is losing money so any business that's open is losing money because it has overheads and standing orders and everything else yeah. then this has introduced them now this has been said to me and I'm just wondering how then is it like is it the same in every town has every other city done this? Well, I was talking to a woman today. She's living in Calamary, working in Kilkenny City, and she gave out about the parking. And that's okay. We take it all on board. She goes to Clonmel because Clonmel is free parking, apparently. No, but, but I it, was in that's the an answer to a different question. I I'm was in the yeah. centre of, of Clonmel during the, the, the Senate election. Clonmel is nearly closed down. No, Joe, uh, because it's, there's no people. What I'm asking you is. There's no shops. Is other well, there's no people if there's no shops. Mm. But I'm asking you: is as other cities our size took the same action? There's plenty of people in Clonmel. The only problem John, is asking, you're answering the, a different no. The John. only problem I'm is asking and, you a question about what's happening yeah, now. Yeah, but I, I just to go back over what you said there. There, there is plenty of people in Clonmel, but they've decided not to go to the city centre of Clonmel. I'm the asking the centre, Joe, centre has Waterford. I'd make it easier. Has Waterford done it? I don't know. I don't be in water. So, what other cities, what other towns, major towns like the Kenny City, has done it? I believe Athlone has done it. Wexford is fairly. Like it's a fairly disastrous. It's a big move. Like it's not a disaster. It is a big move. It's a big yes, move. Yes, it is. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. And, 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 and I tell you the truth, with COVID nineteen and what's after happening in the social distance, yeah. and, and you take Rose Inn Street, a narrow street, one of the most narrow streets in Kilkenny in Ireland, I suppose, right? And you and me are walking up by Lanigans last Saturday, last Friday, and a lady was coming towards us in a wheelchair, or an older person, or someone with with um, with a buggy. What, what would we have to do? It's a I step off the footpath. I've been disrespectful saying this. Now, now, no, you should be finished yeah, then, yeah. and then we go along then. Now we have a situation. This week, you and me are walking up by Lanigan's pub, and the same okay. situation's but coming. You and me, in safety, can step off right, the footpath. Right, I'll path. answer for you. They'll have the same distance as they have on a hurling field where you're putting out a load of young lads that are going to play around and that together and then go home to their granny and their father and mother. 
like all this seems to be you, you, you can go into a pub if it serves a nine euro meal you can go into a pub once it's not playing music you can like well I don't make I didn't bring no, I, I know that but there seems to be an awful lot of rules that don't make an awful lot of sense if you stand back and look at it like, they're, they're, and I'm not being flippant about Covid or people getting sick or anything else on it but like you're going to see shops closing, and we're going to be wondering then why isn't things happening? Well, anyone, I, I, like any of my sport, uh, have a problem with it? No, it's brilliant that you spoke to a lady that is positive about it, and maybe in time. Well, I've spoken to more than one person, but 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 like I took it on myself to go down there on Tuesday. A, a certain person, right? Yeah, no, very few would do that. No, no, but, but I have you no problem it. doing it. I have no problem yeah. coming in here. Uh, no problem coming in here and, and talking to you and people are listening and make up their mind and one thing. Or I stood in the shop on um, last Tuesday with a man. I won't name the the, the work is does, but the um, what you call it in the middle of a shop, and he was telling me things that I didn't that that was tough for business people, but. We have, we as people living in Kilkenny and in surrounding areas working in Kilkenny would have to support these people. Now, what's the one of the biggest shops at the moment? That's um, online shopping. You know, people people say to me, oh, I'm sad to see such and such a shop closed. And then when you say, well, you don't, when did you go there last? I sure didn't bother, I don't bother. You know, mm. text can't have it everywhere either. Friend. Yeah, if you text in, uh, the oh, timing was wrong to bring in the, as shops are only trying to reopen mm. and the council had made up their mind prior to COVID. Uh, the second road out of the market yard, a second road, a second yeah. road and... Uh, you're not going to be allowed out of the market yard either, I think. I think you're going to have to go back up from the cathedral now I wouldn't be 100% sure on that like we're um, not we're not going to get it right what about turning right? only turning left out of the market yard at John's Bridge market yard at John's Bridge yeah can I can, no, can I don't I, understand that uh, no Bateman Key yeah, when you're it, coming out Bateman Key you it, go right to Winterrosen Street yeah what are you saying, not there? Yeah, well, what's... Well, there's no right turn there, anyway. There is, yeah. yeah there I bet McKeith will go to Rose, Rosen Street and, and left to go up to John's yeah. Bridge. And then the other thing about the Dublin buses. That's about Dublin so, okay, buses. Just, to, just because we're talking we about... We have only a couple of minutes. We're, yeah. we're talking about something, and we actually discussed this two weeks ago on the show, when, and I raised the, the issue of Rat Downey, that, when, that I seen 14 shops close in 19 years. I was up there recently with the whole shop. I think there's three shops left on the main street. And like that can happen, and I said I said it at the show at that time that that, that actually can happen. It can happen in Kilkenny City. It can happen in any big town, and and it will happen if we don't address how you look after this business. Yeah, you're right, Fran. Look, look at it. we've given it a go, and it's all in good faith. And and the seven members of the council agreed to bar Dev Fitzgerald, who did agree to, but he didn't want Rose in Street. And the council engineer said that you have to have Rose in Street in it. And, I, and I'd be first to say we got it wrong. If we get it, we're going to give it a go. We have to give it a go. I agree with you. 100%. And okay, but yeah. you might say to me, you're a businessman. No, That's no good to a business person. I understand that as well. Yeah, no, it's not Joe. Like no. I, I agree with you 100 that you have to give it a go, and it looks really well, and it's re it's very well done, and it's attractive looking. Which if they're going to do it, it is it is done well, you know. So it's a credit to whoever has a guard's structure. It's a credit. To so you're happy with it? Then. No, well, well, I'm happy with <laughs> the way they've done it. Not necessarily happy with. But Francis, you're on the you're you're in the heart of it. You're down in in Irish Town, and you're a business person. You're moving around, and you yeah. do know what's going on, and you do. Well, I see the roadworks having a bigger effect on things yeah. at the moment than anything else. But I hope to hope that to be rectified in the next by the weekend and just to let you know Joy that's the seventh time in three years that Dean Street has dug up Jeez, it would have been easier just to leave it open I, the whole I just time. let you in on the secret it's not the last there's, nah, another, there's another day coming there we're, we're, we're finished I enjoyed having you Joy and I always knock a crack out of you <laughs> 
uh, <laughs> and you're willing to take it, you know. And, and, Fran, and, thanks very much. Thank no, you, Pat. I, I and, and, and I want to just say this before I go, I'm probably over the time now, but fair play to you what you do for this um, community radio station. And um, you give give out information and you have no problem bringing in people, ordinary people like myself and the lady before before you as well. And it's good to talk and good to, to discuss things. But I won't, one thing I won't do is show you away from anything. I make a decision and I've no problem putting up my hand if I got it wrong. I often got it wrong. I did. And I'd I get it wrong often, again. Sometimes. But it'd be, be man <laughs> I enough. I remember a few times. Yeah, but be man enough. Thanks Listen, very much. Uh, George, brilliant having you. We're finishing up. That, that went very quickly, I have to say, mm. that time. Uh, and, and I really appreciate you coming in. And maybe we might come in again. You might give an opinion in two or three weeks' time, would you? I'd be delighted. Well, look, we'll do that I'd then be because, on the phone because you're, you're, willing yeah. to, you're willing to give it back which is good like uh, and look at I look forward to being back here next week on Community Radio Kilkenny City so look at thanks for everything it's Frank Grinson and we're saying goodbye to myself and Pat and thanks Joe bye we are Community Radio Kilkenny City 88.7 FM